Sports Talk right now with Max Reinhardson. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one could... Hey, baby, how, what's, how's it going? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to what else, folks? It's the Drew Barry Manilow Show, baby. That's right. And I'm your host. You know me. You love me. Drew Barry Manilow. I'm a lounge singer, a, f- a former child star, and I am ready to get groovy, baby. This is uh, the show, of course, where we talk about uh, Drew Barrymore movies and Barry Manilow songs. Because that's my name, after all. But I also love Drew Barrymore, and I love Barry Manilow. So come on, join me, won't you? As we go down the road of f- film and music together on the Drew Barry Manilow Show. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's get started. So today, folks, we got a very special episode today. We are going to be talking about the movie Fever Pitch from 2005, uh, starring Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon. And then we're also going to be talking about what else but Copacabana by Barry Manilow. So, let's get started, shall we? Oh, I got a pause. Whoops. Oh, shit. All right, honey pie, honey sugar. All right, baby boy, and let's get, let's jump, let's jump right in. Let's dive right in. All right, well, starting off, we're going to be talking about the movie Fever Pitch. This is about, this is a movie from 2005, all those years ago. Uh, I watched it, <clears throat> I watched it for the first time this morning. That's not, a, that's not a joke, uh, ladies and uh Honeys and, and jelly beans, that, that's a real, that's a true story. I woke up about 8.30, walked my dog, enjoyed it, a nice hot cup of coffee, and I watched Fever Pitch start, start my day. Uh, so, uh, uh, what, are the, what are the young people say these days is that I watched it so that you didn't have to. Let's, but let's talk about it. Let's get into it a little bit. Come on. Baby, uh, baby mama, uh, I mean, this movie's terrible, man. It's a terrible movie, baby. It's, honey, honey, sweetie, baby, it's not, it's not good. This isn't, this, this, uh, this flick ain't winning any Oscars anytime soon. I'll tell you that much. Uh, it's about, I mean, if you know this, the synopsis, uh, the, the tag, the log line, then you pretty much know the whole darn thing, don't you, baby? But it's uh, Jimmy Fallon's a guy, he's a teacher, and he is obsessed with the Boston Red Sox, which is a baseball team. Uh, and Drew Barrymore is a, is a workaholic, my, my mama. He, she is no, no BS, baby. She works at a, I think a magazine or something, and she's up for a big promotion. But then... Uh, so the movie starts, and Jimmy Fallon takes his class of four kids to her office for a field trip. And why not? 
Uh, I don't know that she works. Now that I'm thinking about it, folks, I don't know that she works for a a magazine. But I but I can't for the life of me remember where what where she works. And I wrote and I took notes, honey. You can tell I'm getting a little you know getting a little bit slow in my in my old age or my middle age. So that she takes the kids to the office and they fall they he falls in love Jimmy Fallon falls in love with her immediately no they waste no time this guy sees her and goes and it's off to the races baby the what's I what I love about this movie is that the script in every scene the script tells you exactly what you need to know and nothing more that's it nothing else they got to talk about what just happened? They gotta talk about what they're gonna do, and but and, but each scene is spent telling you exactly where they are and how they got there. Uh, uh, and it's I mean it's pretty incredible, baby, baby. <clears throat> and so Jimmy Fallon's character, his name I don't I don't remember. It's Jimmy Fallon, baby. Uh, t- bad, not a good actor. He, I mean it's he just he's I mean he's doing his thing, sugar. If you know if you know Jimmy Fallon from anywhere. You know exactly what he's doing. He's, uh, you know, he's he's all over the place. But his character in the film, he's funny. He's a funny guy. He calls Drew Barrymore vomit girl. After their first date, she gets sick. Vomits everywhere, honey. Uh, they're, the first day, I think the first date they go on, she's, she's got food poisoning. She's thrown up in, the, in, his ba- in her bathroom. And, and he picks up her, her underwear off the floor Red underwear, and he goes through and he says, "Hey, it's a, uh, it's a uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, uh, oh, nice, uh, Wonder Woman's been looking for these about the under about her dirty underwear on the floor, baby. I mean, it's absolutely out of control. This guy, I mean, he's a loser. He's an absolute loser. He loves the Red Sox. Every scene, every scene finds you saying, oh my goodness, he really loves baseball.'" Uh, every single scene is kind of the same. It made me a little bit hate baseball because, uh, well, he's he's uh, irritating. This guy's irritating. He's he's obsessed with baseball. He doesn't have time for relationships. And Drew Barrymore coming in, she thinks she can she can help him out, but then she falls in love with the game. And uh, I mean, it's it's exactly what you think is gonna happen. Is it gonna happen, baby? And what's weird? It feels like kind of like Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore, like brother and sister. Like that's kind of their dynamic, honey. So it's bizarre because they're kissing and screwing all over. But you kind of can't help but feel like, are they related or are they in love? Uh, There's a a lot of jokes about suicide in the movie. Here, I'm going to read. Here we go. I'm going to read a couple of quotes from the film uh, that I wrote down from... From the movie Fever Pitch. Sometimes I like being 11 years old. Hey, we're just talking. Don't jump off a building. If the window is open, I'd jump out. And I already got my ass chewed out by my boss this week. Uh, Teen drug use. Great fodder for comedy. That's in the movie. I'm seeing police officers toasted beer with underage children. I mean, it's absolutely unbelievable. It's, the movie's gone absolutely crazy. He really goes for it, honey. Ow. I hit my glasses on the microphone, baby. Ah. Oh. <coughs> uh, w- one point in the... Uh, so, 
Obviously, so they get together, they fall in love, but baseball's, he's running and ruining his life, he's too obsessed, so he gives up baseball, and then he goes, they go back and forth, and she can't get a promotion, baby, and she's trying to get her job, honey. But he can't, he doesn't have time for the relationship, he's not putting any work into the relationship, baby. At one point, Willie, the late Willie Garson, R.I.P., he's, uh, he's, Jimmy Fallon and his, all his friends are washing Jimmy Fallon off in the shower, and Willie Garson is shaving Jimmy Fallon's balls in the shower, baby. I mean, honey pie, what the heck's going on here, man? What kind of movie am I watching? Uh, she, oh, it's one point, and then they're dating, and she says, I'm pregnant. And then the next scene, she calls him, she says, I'm not pregnant. So don't worry about it. It's one of the long, it feels like one of the longest movies ever made. I mean, basically every scene is they fall in love, they go on a date, they have an argument because he loves baseball so much, and she can't stop working, and then they get into a big fight, and then they split, baby. He goes to a game, and she realized she was in love with him the whole time, man. He's going to sell his tickets to be with the baby. And she just runs on the field, honey, and she says, come on, baby, I need you, baby. And they get back together after all. I mean, it was the longest, I felt like it was the longest movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, they do a Great Gatsby birthday party, for crying out loud. Where everybody dresses up as Great Gatsby people. Characters. I mean, it's out of control, honey. The movie stinks. Uh, I didn't enjoy it one single second. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, you know, gets drunk and punches a wall. So it's kind of, I mean, it's basically a documentary, baby. Uh, three out of ten. Because uh, I, I love Drew Barrymore, and she's incredible in the movie. She's a knockout performance, no problem at all. But Fallon stinks, and I hate him, and he, and he looks like he would be a, just an awful, awful hang, baby. So for that, I'm giving it three stars out of ten. All right, honey. Moving right along, we're going to listen to... What else? What else? We're going to listen to... A little song called Copa Cabana by Barry Manilow. I love Barry Manilow. He's my favorite. He's my number one inspiration... And it just so happens, sounds a little bit, just a little like my last name. Let's find out exactly what we're talking about. So, Barry, this is this is a song uh, from uh, t- uh, from what the heck? What year is it from, honey? It's from nineteen. 19- oh, come on, honey, nineteen seventy-eight. Nineteen seventy-eight, when I was just a. Uh, I was, that's the year I was, uh, no, that's the, that's the day I turned 28 years old. Do the math, baby. Tell me I'm wrong, honey. So it's a, it's a, it's a perfect song. We're going to look at the lyrics. We're going to listen to, maybe let's listen to a little bit of the song. And it goes a little something like this. We won't play too much. Her name was Lola. She was a showgirl with yellow feathers in her hair. Yeah, fellas. The dress down there. It's a beautiful song, baby. So let's look at the lyrics. Her name was Lola. She was a showgirl with yellow feathers in hair and a dress cut down her there. And you know where, baby. You de- you know exactly where he's talking about. She would merengue and do the cha-cha while I tried to be a star. Tony always ten and bar. Across the crowded floor, they work from eight till four. I mean, it's, t- it's kind of like the movie. It's telling you every- exactly everything that you need to know. Copa at the Copa, Copa Cabana, baby. He was escorted to her chair, 
and she saw Lola standing there. And when she finished, she called her over, but Rico went a bit too far. So Tony sailed across the bar, and then punches flew and smashed it too. There were blood as a single gunshot, but just who shot who? So then it gets a little bit crazy. It gets a little scary, baby. There's a murder. Hottest Norpod note, music and passion were always the fashion. At the Copa, she lost her love. So baby Tony, honey, sailed across. He got, he got shot, baby. He took it all around. This guy took one for the, the woman he loves, baby. I mean, it's the smoothest song you'll ever hear. It's my favorite song of all time. Here's some facts about it, baby. You know what fun facts? Here we go. The Copacabana Baby is a famous nightclub in New York City, named after a district district in Rio de Janeiro, which is where the song takes place. True the song, the club did become a disco in the 70s. Yeah, based on a true story. True, true club. A story told in this song about the showgirl Lola, Lola and her bartender boyfriend Tony goes along with a joyous melody for the first half of the song. But that story takes a tragic turn when Tony is shot and killed. And we find Lola 30 years later, Layla, later <laughs> insane and despondent over her lost baby. The music remains upbeat for this section as does Man in Lowe's delivery, creating a drastic juxtaposition of words and music. That's what I just said, honey. You know it, baby. The Grammy Award was for Best Pop Vocal Performance, Male. Surprisingly, it is Manlo's only Grammy win, and it comes in a performance category, not show writing, which is a shock to me, baby. If it were me, I'd give him all the Grammys in the world. I'd give him all the awards, honey. No question about it, sweetie pie, baby. Uh, There's some disco flourishes in the song, but it incorporates Latin rhythms in the style of the acts that played at the Copa in the 40s and 50s. Before it came a disco, baby, it's a, gave him a rare, it's a rare up-tempo hit in the middle of the disco era. I mean, it's absolutely unbelievable, baby. Uh, the, uh, it's a disc, it's, it's disco and Latin combo. My, my favorite kind of music. Uh, Latin fusion, Latin disco fusion. Ooh, baby. You can forget about it. You can forget. You could leave that at the door and take that from the bank, dude. Folks, baby, honey, sweetie pie, forget it. So these, the movie and this song have, have almost nothing in common, but, how, but what they do share in common is a tragic but uplifting story about love. And if we're fighting for the one that you love, whether that's a, a baseball team or, a, or just a lady singing a song at the, songs at the club. So I hope you uh, enjoyed a little our trip down memory lane for 2005 film The F uh, Fever Pitch and the 1978 Barry Manilow classic Copacabana. Uh, that, that's how we do it here at the Drew Barry, Drew Barry Manilow Show, folks. That's exactly how it's done. And don't forget, you can always give me a call, honey. Sweetie baby, give me a sweet honey call at 646-844-2927. I'll be here just singing away la-dee-doo and sipping on my champagne and uh, whiskey and wine, baby. You can catch me at the... I know your favorite clubs and uh, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, honey. That's what I'm, that's what I think that's what I'm doing, honey. So, sweetie baby, I love you to death and sweet dreams till forever, honey. And uh, 
I, I love you. Uh, and God, I love you. And don't forget to play uh, sports. Or, uh, no, don't forget to, uh, don't forget to, uh, enjoy the movie. <clears throat> don't forget. What should it be? What should it be? Don't forget to, to, to sit back, relax, and enjoy the, enjoy the movies and the songs, honey. <laughs>